The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. Some people today believe various secret societies are plotting to engineer a one-world government. These conspiracies will allegedly lead to world peace, but under the tyrannical control of an unnamed power. Bible prophecy, on the other hand, predicts an end-time world power that will dominate world trade, international politics, and military might, and will lead humanity to the brink of total self-destruction. World-ruling empires of the past reached a zenith in their power, but eventually fell into ruin. The great Babylonian Empire, for example, conquered many nations, including the Kingdom of Judah in the Middle East. What happened to the great Babylonian Empire? This world-ruling empire featured the famous Hanging Gardens of Babylon, one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. The historian Herodotus wrote, In addition to its size, Babylon surpasses in splendor any city in the known world. But its depravity and moral decline led to God's judgment. The handwriting was on the wall. The Persian army captured the so-called impregnable city of Babylon. Many despots and dictators dreamed of world conquest. Even today, voices cry out for a one-world government to solve our critical global conflicts and problems. Some Europeans envision a revival of the old Roman Empire. In fact, your Bible predicts a superpower emerging in Europe that will astound the world. That global government called in your Bible the Beast will last only a few years. Your Bible reveals that God Almighty will replace that power with His benevolent one-world government, served by the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Your Bible predicts, yes, even guarantees, a new world order. But this ultimate world-ruling government in tomorrow's world will be quite different from those conspiring to form their own totalitarian regimes. In fact, we'll be offering an inspiring, eye-opening free booklet that describes that new world order. It's titled, The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? Be sure to order your free copy. My friends, you need to face reality. A one-world government is coming that will benefit all nations and establish world peace. It's called the Kingdom of God. It's guaranteed. You need to know the future of the world and its one-world government. Stay tuned. Warm greetings to all our friends around the world. After two world wars and many regional conflicts raging on to this day, nations have attempted to find ways to bring world peace. Some historians and statesmen have urged a one-world government. But will that succeed in the hands of nationalistic leaders? Consider the historic attempts for world peace. At the end of World War I, United States President Woodrow Wilson proposed a League of Nations that would work together for world peace. After World War II in 1945, the United Nations was formed for the same purpose. And yet the 193 member states of the United Nations 
have not established the way of lasting world peace. Will individual nations be willing to give up their sovereignty to establish a one-world government? On today's program, we'll answer that question and discover an amazing Bible prophecy revealing a glorious future for all nations. And we'll be offering an inspiring free study guide that will give you the good news from your Bible. It's titled, The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? Be sure to write down the contact information to order your free copy. The European Union has struggled with the pressures of nationalism. In a May 2015 encyclical, Pope Francis stated, It is essential to devise stronger and more efficiently organized international institutions with functionaries who are appointed fairly by agreement among national governments and empowered to impose sanctions. He then quoted Benedict XVI's teaching that a world authority is an urgent need. There is an urgent need of a true world political authority, as my predecessor, blessed John XXIII, indicated some years ago. But who would be in charge of such a true world political authority? Political authorities historically have reflected the selfish aims of world domination. Benito Mussolini envisioned a revival of the Roman Empire. History.com describes his ambition. Benito Mussolini's self-confessed thirst for military glory battled his acute intelligence, psychological acumen, and political shrewdness for control over his military policies. Originally a revolutionary socialist, he abandoned his party to advocate Italian intervention in World War I. Following the war in which he served as a rifleman, Mussolini decided his destiny was to rule Italy as a modern Caesar and recreate the Roman Empire. He forged the paramilitary fascist movement in 1919 to 1921, using it to march on Rome, becoming prime minister, and then to seize dictatorial power. 1925 to 1926. Italy allied itself with Germany and their Axis power went down in defeat at the end of World War II. But will there be another attempt for a Roman Empire revival? We've discussed that subject on previous Tomorrow's World programs. The Book of Revelation in your Bible features a symbolic beast representing a powerful military, political, and economic superpower that historically embodied the Roman Empire. The Book of Revelation predicts a final revival of that empire and its world governmental influence. Simply go to Tomorrow's World website and search for the telecast titled Seven Signs of the Beast. This superpower government that will rule worldwide is now in the formative stages. This prophesied end-time revival of the Roman Empire will be led by a powerful leader called the Beast. Notice that ten kings or kingdoms, symbolized by horns on a beast, will give or yield their sovereignty to this dictator. Revelation 17, verse 12. The ten horns which you saw are ten kings who have received no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with a beast. These are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. This superpower will boast political, economic, and military authority. The global empires of the past used military power to achieve powerful control over nations. Hans Morgenthau, one of the foremost authorities of his time in 
International Politics, discussed the struggle for power and peace. In his classic book, Politics Among Nations, Morgenthau summarized what he calls a false solution for world conquest. It follows that a world state created by conquest and lacking the support of a world community has a chance to maintain peace within its borders only if it can create and maintain complete discipline and loyalty among the millions of soldiers and policemen needed to enforce its rule over an unwilling humanity. Such a world state would be a totalitarian monster resting on the feet of clay, the very thought of which startles the imagination. Your Bible describes an end-time world power with feet of clay. We'll discuss that prophecy in the next part of our program. But first, I'd like to offer you this exciting free booklet, The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? Your Bible reveals that a loving, powerful, one-world government is coming soon. Yes, the kingdom of God will rule all the nations on planet Earth and ensure global peace and prosperity. You need to learn more about the real future. Who will be the top leaders in God's coming kingdom? This booklet will give you the answers, and it will give you sure hope for the future based on the Word of God, the Bible. Listen to these subheads. Millennial government, joy under God's government, restore true Christianity, education in the world ahead, and agriculture and health. You need this inspiring booklet. So pick up the telephone right now and request your informative free booklet, The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? Just ask for the booklet on The World Ahead. Call now. Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Call now. 1-800-236-0531. Or write to us at the address on your screen. Or visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. And be sure to go to tomorrowsworld.org forward slash digital. Have a digital subscription sent right to your email inbox faster than postal mail. Visit us online now. In the first part of our program, we saw the failures of world governments to bring about lasting peace among the nations. The prophet Daniel described symbolically four world ruling empires ending with the final revived Roman Empire. The prophet Daniel was called before King Nebuchadnezzar and proceeded to describe the great image in the king's dream. Daniel 2 verse 31. You, O king, were watching, and behold a great image. This great image, whose splendor was excellent, stood before you, and its form was awesome. This image's head was of fine gold, its chest and arms of silver, its belly and thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, its feet partly of iron and partly of clay. You watched while a stone was cut out without hands, which struck the image on its feet of iron and clay and broke them in pieces. What empires or kingdoms did this image symbolize? Most reputable Bible scholars agree on the identity of these empires. 
Daniel told Nebuchadnezzar that the head of gold represented him and his empire, the Babylonian Empire. This empire was replaced by the Medo-Persian Empire, represented by the chest and arms of silver. The belly and thighs of bronze represented the Greco-Macedonian Empire of Alexander the Great. And the two legs of iron represent the Roman Empire from 31 BC to 476 AD. And finally, the ten toes on two feet of iron mixed with ceramic clay represent a future revival of the Roman Empire. This great power will be a political, military, and economic power. You can read about its economic power in Revelation chapter 18. God Almighty warns us not to participate in this carnal one-world government. The Apostle John writes in Revelation 18, verse 4, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, and lest you receive of her plagues. For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. This final end-time world-ruling beast power will not be supported by Jesus Christ, but by a counterfeit power led by the dragon, Satan the devil. Revelation 13, verse 5. And he was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and he was given authority to continue for 42 months. Then he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God, to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. It was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. Now listen to this. And authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. All who dwell on the earth will worship him, whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. We thank God that this beast power will be replaced by the kingdom of God. Remember what happened to the image in Nebuchadnezzar's dream? That statue that represented world-ruling powers ending with a final revived Roman Empire was demolished. How? Daniel explained to King Nebuchadnezzar in chapter 2 and verse 34. You watched while a stone was cut out without hands, which struck the image on its feet of iron and clay, and broke them in pieces. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were crushed together and became like chaff from the summer threshing floors. The wind carried them away so that no trace of them was found. And the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. The stone that struck down the carnal empires represented the coming kingdom of God. As Daniel proclaimed in verse 44, and in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Your Bible emphasizes that God will soon set up a world-ruling government. Jesus Christ came preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. He will be the king of that kingdom. He is called King of Kings and Lord of Lords in Revelation 17, 14 and Revelation 19, 16. That coming kingdom is the hope of all humanity, the only real hope to ensure lasting world peace among the nations. In the next part of our program, we'll discuss the awesome world-ruling government and its dynamic benefits to all nations. But first, let me give you another opportunity to request our amazing free booklet, 
the world ahead, what will it be like? There are so many false ideas about the future, but your Bible describes how nations will live together in prosperity and peace. You need this powerful truth from your own Bible. Request your free copy now. You can phone, write, or order online at tomorrowsworld.org. Request the world ahead, what will it be like? Call now. Today's offer is yours absolutely free, no cost, no obligation. Visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter. The world has experimented with various forms of governments. Those forms include socialism, communism, fascism, monarchy, republics, dictatorships, and other varieties of governance. What forms of government do our next generation prefer? A millennial is defined as a person born in the 1980s or 1990s. A recent survey found this surprising result. More than 40% of millennials in the United States said they would rather live in a socialist society than a capitalist one, a new survey shows. The survey found that among millennials, 42% would prefer to live in a capitalist society, while 44% said they would rather live in a socialist society. 7% of the people would choose to live in a communist society. That same number of people said they would choose to live in a fascist society. My friends, let's understand. Whatever their form of government, today's nations are living the way of selfish power that will lead to World War III and the Great Tribulation that Jesus spoke about in Matthew 24, verses 21 and 22. The good news is that a coming one world government will benefit all nations. That government is called the Kingdom of God. The ruler of that kingdom will be the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the one who knows what it's like to be human, the one who shed his blood so that we may be forgiven our sins. Remember how John the Baptist testified of the Messiah, Jesus Christ? John 1, verse 29. The next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Yes, the coming world ruler will be a loving, compassionate king, but he will also yield the power to stop oppression, rebellion, injustice, and war. The prophet Isaiah gives this inspiring message concerning the coming one world government. Isaiah 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. Thank God for his kind of loving government that will ensure world peace for all nations. The world will have a universal system of laws to ensure godly liberty and godly freedom. Notice that in Micah 4 and verse 2. Many nations shall come and say, Come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us His ways, and we shall walk in His paths. For out of Zion the law shall go forth, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Jerusalem, the city of conflict in our day and age, will eventually live up to its meaning as the city of peace. Around the world, former defense industries manufacturing military weapons will be transformed into industries of peace. 
Christ will rebuke warlike peoples and nations. The weapons of war will be turned into instruments of peace and productivity. Some of you may have seen the sculpture outside the United Nations in New York depicting a man beating a sword into a plowshare. Imagine how the world will be transformed from destructive methods to productive methods. Micah 4, verse 3. He shall judge between many peoples and rebuke strong nations afar off. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. Who will be assisting Christ in ruling the nations? The Apostle Peter asked Jesus what their responsibilities would be. Matthew 19, 28. So Jesus said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, that in the regeneration, when the Son of Man sits on the throne of His glory, you who have followed Me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. God's government will be organized with faithful governors, kings, and priests, as we'll see. Who else will be assisting Christ in governing the world? In the inspiring free booklet we're offering today, Dr. Roderick Meredith writes this concerning organization of God's kingdom. Who will rule under Christ? God certainly trained Abraham for a top position of high responsibility in the world ahead. Scripture calls Abraham the heir of the world, Romans 4, verse 13. Yes, God will reward Abraham for his faith by giving him a position of service over the whole earth. In Ezekiel 37, verse 15 through 28, God shows that He will reunite Israel and Judah. Regarding these two nations, He says, And I will make them one nation in the land on the mountains of Israel, and one king shall be king over them all. They shall no longer be two nations, nor shall they ever be divided into two kingdoms again. Verse 22. Will today's Christians also inherit the kingdom? What will be their role in the coming kingdom? We'll answer that question in the conclusion of our program, but let me give you one more opportunity to order this vital study guide to the coming kingdom of God. This amazing free booklet, The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like, will describe in detail the systems of government, education, religion, and the loving way of life in the world tomorrow. You need this inspiring booklet. So pick up the telephone right now and request your informative free booklet, the world ahead, what will it be like? Just ask for the booklet on the world ahead. Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Call now, 1-800-236-0531. Or write to us at the address on your screen. Or visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. And be sure to go to tomorrowsworld.org forward slash digital. Have a digital subscription sent right to your email inbox faster than postal mail. Visit us online now. Many realize that world peace cannot come unless there is one world government. Physicist Stephen Hawking suggested that 
a new world government be formed to protect mankind, establishing a way of identifying threats quickly before they have a chance to escalate. Since civilization began, aggression has been useful in as much as it has definite survival advantages, he said. Now, however, technology has advanced at such a pace that this aggression may destroy us all by nuclear or biological war. We need to control this inherited instinct by our logic and reason. He suggests that some form of world government could be ideal for the job, but would itself create more problems. But that might become a tyranny, he added. Certainly, Hawking identified the problem with world government in the hands of humans. Selfish human nature has not changed in the history of mankind, except in the lives of those who've surrendered their hearts and minds to God Almighty through His Son, Jesus Christ. In fact, He told His faithful followers that they could inherit the earth, Matthew 5, verse 5, and inherit the kingdom, Matthew 25, verse 34. Where will the saints, faithful Christians, serve and rule in the kingdom? Revelation 5, verse 9 records the song of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, speaking of Christ. For you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. My friends, you can have a part in God's kingdom. God is calling people to Christ from all nations to be in His kingdom. That one world government is coming soon. You need to prepare for it. Study your Bible. Visualize the transformed world under the King of Kings. The glorious kingdom of God on earth will produce beauty and productivity the world has never known. God has blessed the earth with awesome majestic mountains, fertile valleys, and productive plains. We marvel at pristine lakes and churning oceans. We appreciate the variety of flowers, plant life, birds, animals, and sea life. Even the very nature of animals will change. Isaiah gives us this millennial vision, Isaiah 11, verse 6. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the young goat, the calf and the young lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young ones shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play by the cobra's hole, and the weaned child shall put his hand in the viper's den. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. A new world is coming soon. You need to pray your kingdom come. You need to be watching the prophetic trends and signs heralding Christ's return. And you need to read this inspiring free booklet, The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? This booklet will give you hope, encouragement, and faith for the future. So be sure to request your free copy. We invite you to join us every week on Tomorrow's World or watch us online at any time. As our world continues to unravel and decline, you need the encouragement, faith, and truth that come from your Bible. Gerald Weston, Wallace Smith, and I, as well as our guest presenter, Rod McNair, will continue to share with you the inspiring teachings of Jesus Christ, the encouraging good news of the coming kingdom of God, 
and the exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. So be sure to join us again next week, right here at this same time. To take advantage of today's free offer or view today's program now or anytime, go to tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.